is a talk for podcast. You can make it easier to listen to this podcast by clicking subscribe on iTunes. Unless you don't want to, of course, but do realise it's your life. But if you want to make more educated, improved choices, then click that button. Do yourself a favour. Get it on the rigs. Thanks again for listening to another Talk For podcast. If you've listened to every episode up to this one so far, you'll realise I don't really plan these episodes. It doesn't come across structured. It doesn't come across like I'm following notes. I'm freeballing. I'm just speaking off the top of my head. And though there's some benefits to notes, etc., etc., I... I find by freeballing it, it's less informative and a bit more informal and hopefully people can understand and relate to that a bit more because most of the knowledge is up in my head and for complex matters I'll be obviously <coughs> making show notes and my goddamn dog interrupted my podcast! Shut your mouth! Anyway, I am... Um, I'm going to be talking today about breaking down your day into 24 hours and how short-term time management will give you long-term results. What I do is I take everything into account, what I want to achieve, and exploit every angle possible. So on my routine, the first thing I can advise to do is... Figure out what you find best to do. So if you prefer to take notes and use to draw out your day from 7 to 8 in the morning to 9 to 10 in the morning, whatever. Or you prefer technology and having everything in one device and really using technology to its advantage. Now, once you figure that out, my advice and my recommendation would be to download an app called Wonderlist, spelt W-U-N-D-E-R-L-I-S-T, Wonderlist. You can get it on Mac and you can get it on your iPhone. This allows me to have a repeated schedule. I don't have to design it every day, it's there. And it. I had an idea to create a similar app that totally broke down your day. It was a, allowed you to organise things, rewarded you and kept you on track and had a it was an assisting tool towards a bigger philosophy I had. Now looking into app development I did realise I got nowhere near the financial backing to do so. And if you want a rough idea how much it costs to make a basic app, you're talking around fifteen grand basic. So that scared me off straight away. So I'm using this one for now which is It's good for... Hey, shut your mouth! It's good for... um, For organising. And if you're in a relationship like me, you can have shared lists. So, I can put on, say, the shopping list. You know, get celery, get peanut butter, whatever. And then I can also have... Girlfriend reminders... Make the bed, make me a sandwich. But if you're 
not in a relationship, it doesn't matter. It's just that's another good benefit to it. What you can do is, and what I will go through now, is my day and talk to you a little bit about why I do this and how I exploit every angle. Now, you don't want to go too crazy and overload the plan with loads of information. It's the majority of stuff you don't really want to have to remind yourself to do in the day so your head can then have time and space to think about the things you do want to focus on. I start, first of all, sleep. How many hours sleep do you want to get? I preferably want to get eight hours sleep. So I think about what time I can get up and then backtrack that. So I want to get up at six o'clock. I backtrack that so I want to be going to bed and falling asleep before 10. So I set my alarm for 10 to 6. And 10 to 6, I get up. It gives me 10 minutes to get on an exercise bike and do half an hour of aerobic exercise. Now, I wanted to do include and take advantage of the morning because when you're organized and you manage your time that time you spend sleeping which really doesn't have that much value if the sleep quality isn't great you're focusing on quantity over quality the sleep quality is the most important thing if you're just getting quantity and not enough good hours of sleep you're going to wake up feeling groggy so getting into a good routine you can specify and set eight hours and then know when you wake up at 10 to 6 although it seems early you'll feel fine it's you're going to be able to take advantage of the time in the morning so i get up get on the exercise bike 6 till 6 30 and i do aerobic exercise because it's the most pra- i'm not able to go out and i know if i want to stick to it and i want to i want it to be sustainable it's got to be sustainable so I don't want to be going right I'm going to go up to the local hills and start doing sprints every morning I'm going to run round and do a five mile run in the morning every morning it's not going to be realistic so I'm not going to stick to it so I've got an exercise bike in my house I do 30 minutes aerobic exercise then I'm done and then if you can hear this not the dog hey you shut your face if you can hear this, what I do is I ching it off and it gives you a nice little feeling that you're doing something and it spurs you on to keep doing it. Now, after I go and I've set my time from 6.30 to 7am, have a cold shower. Now, it doesn't take me half an hour and I don't spend half an hour in a cold shower. I've set myself an allotted time to have a shower and do everything related to a shower, so get out dry, put on deodorant, get dressed, etc, etc, everything that takes me up until I'm ready to have something in my stomach. So, the reasons for the cold shower is cold showers have so many health benefits, and I will do a future podcast on cold showers, but I know including cold showers into my routine is going to do me the world of good, and I wanted to look at when's the best time to do it, and after I've just done exercise... I'm going to have risen my core body temperature so and I would be breathing a lot more deeply and my body will be more oxygenated than it would be if I was resting. So having a cold shower is 
a scary thing for most people. If you do, if you do them things, it makes it a lot easier. You're ready to go in there and have a cold shower. And as I say, I will explain the benefits in a future podcast. But also, cold shower in the morning is going to wake you up more than a warm shower, and it gives you a sudden, instantaneous boost in mood. The only thing I wouldn't recommend after is sending explicit images because it doesn't do you downstairs if you're a guy any favours moving on after that 7am to 7.30am I've got down meal one and plan day so what that means is I have my first meal generally I line my stomach with something so I'll have celery with peanut butter and some blueberries and then have a like say a buttered coffee a coffee that has fat in it and plan my day is really to look ahead what do I want to get done today look at my other lists my to-do lists which you can also do on this app and go right what can I achieve today what do I need to do just really prepare yourself mentally for the day and then I've got the next big time 8 till 4 to work and whatever that may be whether I'm at home let's be productive and do um, and build things that I want to build if I'm um, like currently I'm building a website and a blog if I'm trying to brand what I'm doing more, whatever it is for you. If it is just an 8 till 4 job, go and do that 8 till 4 job. That a lot of time, 8 till 4. Be flexible on if you, you know, if it's not too set and sometimes you go a bit early, sometimes you go a bit later. Have that general idea there. Know in that time, really you need to focus on your work, whatever that might be. So don't try and juggle too much at once after that though I do have little reminders for myself what to do so I have every day drink X amount of water so drink say 3 litres of water and I have 10.30 till 12.30 have second meal and then once I've done that throughout the day I can tick that off when I start work I tick off the 8 till 4 I hope that makes sense and then I've got from 4 till 5, after all that's done, and I've ticked off work, and then I've ticked off meal 2. This that might be a bit more complex for you if you're someone that wants to get a lot more done in a day, or you have a spontaneous job when you're going from one thing to another, whatever it might be. You work it in your favour. Don't overload it though. I can't stress that. Don't have a full page of to-do things, because... You want, you want to focus on those things doing, not constantly going back to your phone to tick things off. However, if that does work for you, then I encourage it. Go for that. Four till five. Now, this is something... It is a very important hour, and sometimes I get more done than other times, and it's get your things done. So sometimes, generally, I'm quite a tidy, organised person, so I don't have loads of stuff I need to do. But if I do need to do the typical housework things, for someone like me, if you're, if you're lucky enough to have people around you and you can depend on other people to do your washing, to take the bins out, to clean up after you, then, you know, hats off to you. But if you're not, and you're someone that is totally independent and you've got to rely on yourself for these things, setting a lot of time, I set an hour at least, and I always try and overcompensate so I don't stress out if I set myself too much of a restricted time and I don't get it done 
So four till five, get chore things done. I might, you know, take the dog out, empty the bins, put a wash on, put it in a drying, whatever it might be. I'm going to get that stuff out of the way as soon as I get in. Moving on, five till six, anaerobic exercise. So something like sprint training, something um, like uh, weight training, resistance training, body work, anything that's anaerobic that is going to be, um, that's again another different, that's a different topic to speak about on another podcast, but I want to include the benefits of aerobic and anaerobic exercise, if I can get them both done in one day, managing my time, I've had a really productive day, and the good thing about exploiting the morning is, if you can't get that anaerobic exercise for me, like, if I can't get it done, for some reason I've got different plans in the evening, I know I've at least done the 30 minutes in the morning, which is a great feeling, because after a long day, and then you get in, and you get in late, and then expected, and you've sort of say you get in at half five then I know I'm not really going to have time to exercise if I want to stick to the rest of the stuff of the day and it's so comforting and so rewarding to know I've already squeezed in half an hour 6 till 6.30 warm shower now this is literally just that set that a lot of time clean, get yourself ready for bed to settle down, make sure you're clean, you can settle down and focus on whatever you want to get done that evening. 6.30 to 7.45, I've set myself, cook, clean, prep. So cook for myself, make sure everything's tidy, tidy house, tidy mind, all that game. And prep for the next day. If you're trying to eat well, preparation is key. It's not so much, you know, well, everything comes down to preparation. If you're not prepared, you will not stick to it. And if you're doing the diet like I am, sugar-free, and you're not prepared, which sometimes I'm not prepared and I have to do the best I can in the situation, no one really caters to the diet that I'm on. If you're on a sugar-free diet, you'll totally understand this especially the environment I'm surrounded by. I'm not in London. I'm not in a versatile town where I can access different, you know, shops that are a bit more versatile. I'm surrounded by fast food chains and typical supermarkets that, you know, have 5% maybe of what they have in store that caters to my needs. So... Preparation is everything. I prep my meal for the next day. And if I can get that done before 7.45, that's great. If I'm, I also found the other evening, I was working. Uh, I got in a bit later and then everything set me back. And I finished eating and it was about 6.30. So I thought I could easily sit here let my food go down a bit, you know, chill out for a minute. But because I had that time restriction, that's 7.45, after that I don't want to be doing anything else. It made me get up, not procrastinate, clean everything, wash everything up, pull it away, done. I could chick- I could tick it off and get that nice little rewarding feeling, knowing the next thing on my list, 7.45 till 9pm, it is free time, relax, switch off. 
Do whatever you want to do in that time. It's so important to have balance. Balance is the key to everything. And if you're not balancing things, and you're, you can go too far. And it's important to pull yourself back when you do this. And this can happen to anyone. Anyone that gets too far and too in- interested in something, you lose balance in other areas. So free time, relax, switch off. Call it balance time. Call it whatever you want to call it. But have an allotted period of time where you can just do whatever you want. Now, whether it be uh, Netflix, you know, if you're watching some sort of TV drama, whether that relax is um, going out for a walk, whether the uh, the relaxing period you decide to have is playing a PlayStation game, something, something that's just going to help your mind switch off before you go to bed. That's the key thing. And now, having all these things and it's a lot of time, and once your body gets into this routine, you'll find your sleep gets a lot better. And sleep, again, is a vital, vital part of a healthy lifestyle and an organised, optimised life. Something I'll also talk about in a future podcast. But if you are interested in sleep, I can immediately refer you to read the book Sleep Smarter by Sean Stevenson. I'm currently listening to that on audiobooks and it gives you so many good tips that I'll try and summarise and break down again in a future podcast. 9 to 10 for me. I want to be falling asleep before 10, hopefully to get 8 hours. I've put a note, be happy with 6. So again, I've put that note in there. If I struggle to fall asleep, Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Majority of the time, since following, you know, all since following this routine and considering everything that affects my health and being in this mind frame, I've slept better than I ever have. I'm someone that's had the TV on before bed my entire life and always said I can't sleep without the TV on. You know, because my mind just wanders. It's it's like traffic. It's like M25 rush hour traffic all the time in my head so I always needed something on in the background to try and fall asleep now all I need really is a noise in the background it could be um, something as simple as a fan going and I turn I switch off a lot easier and a lot quicker now being in this routine following sleep smarter tips and knowing so if you exercise in the morning, that's one thing that's going to help you sleep in the evening. So adding all this together, I don't need that. A little bit of white noise in the background, and I'm, you know, I'm off like a baby, and I get quality sleep, not just quantity, quality sleep. Between 9 and 10, though, I do, I try and be productive in every angle. You don't have to go this far, but I'm doing something educational. If you do something before you go to bed and go to sleep, you retain it in your long-term memory a lot better. So I am currently teaching myself Spanish. It's back like simply just out of interest. Going abroad a lot and generally being in Spanish-speaking countries, you find the language barrier is restricts you in building any sort of proper rapport and relationships with anyone. And you don't fully grasp the culture and I've been in tricky situations where I've just gone oh I so wish I spoke Spanish 
So this is something I've made time for, following this routine. I'm able to teach myself Spanish before I go to bed. And when you look back at what you've done in that day, I've been so productive. Getting into a routine of this, which is the main thing, short term, every day you're being productive, you're doing something. So in the long run, if you was to scale it from a year, if you wasn't in a routine and you were just going, and a lot of people, like I used to, tell myself, oh, I'm alright, I don't really need to plan things, I'm good at, you know, I'm spontaneous, I'm, you know, I, I think quickly, I don't have to plan what I'm going to eat, I'm adaptable and all this stuff. It can get you so far, but when you have structure and you get into something that doesn't feel like you're trying anymore, it becomes habitual and it doesn't feel like, oh, I've got to stick to my routine. And it is practice. You've got to practice to see what works for you and practice to see what doesn't work for you. Don't kid yourself. Be sincere. Include and take it in baby steps. If you're someone that's never, ever introduced anything like this into your life before, just change something. Get up a bit earlier. And if you're someone that sleeps in and you, you get up, say, at 10, you know, if you're really going to struggle to get up at a good time to get a lot of stuff done, start comfortably. So get up at, like, 9.45. Then the next day, 9.30, let your body adjust. Because a big problem that most people can do is diving too quickly, go too deep, and your body's not going to be able to adapt quick enough so you're not going to get a great rewarding feeling and in turn you're not going to be able to sustain that because it's going to scare you off you're not going to be able to want to do it so many people don't stick to their diets or their routines or their new year's revolution uh, resolutions because they're unsustainable they try and do too much they've had a temporary mind frame that hasn't lasted and they go, oh, this is too much hard work. Make it easy for yourself and you will stick to it. Draw it out. Get this app, Wonderlist. If you have another way that you think will work better for you, even if you record yourself and go, right, I want to get this done. I want to get that done. And you listen to that every day. Whatever works for you, you find your own intelligent ways of doing it. Take advantage out of everything. And I promise you by getting into a routine like this, when you relate it to a year without this and a year with this, you'll look back and know you've had such a more productive year than you would have had if you didn't plan anything. That's the basics of a concept I have of breaking down your 24-hour day, a day at a time, short-term time management for long-term success. If you are enjoying this podcast and you find it interesting or you don't find it interesting and you find I waffle on too much, hit me up in any way you can, whether you comment on Facebook or Twitter, the Long Life Health Twitter account that I've just recently created for this company I'm doing. Any feedback for me is going to be constructive and I will find some productivity out of it. So let me know. Again, subscribe on iTunes, it, it all helps, it, it, gain, it helps me gain reference to what's working, what isn't, and in general, I want to know that people are out there and people are listening, 
and if you're trying stuff, if it's working for you, if you're trying stuff and it's not working for you, I'm ultimately trying to search what what can be replicate, re- replicated for 90 to 95% of people. Safe.